Let's segue over to uh, really quickly. We'll do we'll do two teams whose applications I'm kind of interested to hear. All right. Okay. Can I set ground rules though? Go for it. All right. So we're talking about, and I did this last year um, after uh, the Lakers were eliminated against the Suns. And I watch basketball because I'm a junkie and because it's my job. So I would be watching anyway, but I wanted to have somebody to root for. So I ended up rooting for uh, and became a very public fan of the Atlanta Hawks last year during mm-hmm. their playoff run. And hey, it worked out well for me. But that that Eastern Conference Finals trip for my, for my Hawks. Yeah. So when you're picking, and I'm kind of just like against picking, a, just the, like conceptually, I'm against having more than one team. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, I just kind of hate it. Like, yeah. I like my team and I can't, everybody I else. I, I root against say, like, everybody else. I have friends who have like an NFC team and an AFC team. And I'm like, they no. would play in the Super Bowl. How no, would, but you... I think that is important in this case. So I think that for ground rules, the first option is it can't be any of your closest enemies, right? And for the yeah. Lakers, it's the Celtics, one and one A, or the <laughs> Celtics, but one B is probably the Clippers. All right, so, so I thought I think, about this. I thought so about this. I think this. it can't be your enemies, and I think it should probably be, I don't know that this is a hard and fast rule, but I think it probably should be somebody in the other conference. All right, so here's my deal. I actually hold the Warriors above the Clippers in terms of rivalries because I hate okay. the Bay. I hate. Okay. I, I'm a. I'm but they a Dodgers haven't fan. played. They haven't. Well, they played in the play-in last, but they haven't played in the playoffs. No, since. no, they haven't been good at the same time ever. Basically, they um, haven't played in the playoffs since I want to say it's '87. But like the sleepy Floyd, the sleepy Floyd, you know. Yeah. I, I hate think the '87 was the last time they played in the playoffs. So like I, I like the idea of like city rivalries, right? So mm-hmm. San Francisco, LA, that's, that's a easy that's, for you. Dodgers, Giants, that's yeah. easy for you. So yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. that's where that's coming from with the Warriors. Niners war Niners Warriors. Niners uh yeah. Rams. Yeah. The other thing too with the Clippers is if they succeed, like I'm always looking for what benefits the Lakers. Yes. If the Clippers go out and win a championship operating at the level in in the way that they are operating organizationally, where they do pay to keep people within the organization. They did go out and get the best of the best that they could go out and hire at the time. Um, they did care about roster depth and paying to pe- keep people there and, and screw luxury taxes. We're going to do what we have to, to keep this group intact. Um, if they do all those things and it, and it winds up ending in a championship, maybe that shakes the Lakers to operate at that same level or in that same way. And that winds up being a net positive for me. So like I, part of me is kind of sort of rooting for the Clippers to how embarrass the Lakers into, how into, dare yeah, you. no, you can clip this Raj. I'm joining you on Clippers bandwagon. <laughs> um, We're gonna, they're going to be photoshops of you with the, what are the, what is, what is me and Snoop Dogg and Raj? <laughs> no, what your, your clip of, uh, your clip of your, your, your Euro step, your layup thing. Yeah. I don't know what that is. The video they're going to, they're going to, uh, some of the wizards, the, the, uh, Photoshop wizards. I don't know how easy it is to edit video but some of the photoshop wizards yeah. over at uh, silver screen and roll are going to photoshop a clippers jersey on you for that video much you know, like much like everyone has done to, to clipper raj my uh my my explanation for that Eurostep thing should have been i was actually going for a straight line but i had had so many margaritas beforehand that Attaboy. i just stumbled left <laughs> the euro stumble that's what they call it yeah but yeah that a boy so but right. i think, so, I, so think I think you're safest with in your case, because you're a Lakers fan, 
yeah. think you're safest with somebody from the East. All like, right. I'm not going to tell you who it has to be or who yeah. you're supposed to root for. And everybody out there hit us on Twitter and, and make your case. But I, I, it's not a hard and fast rule, but I would suggest leaning heavily into whatever team you're a fan of picking somebody in the other conference. All right. Um, I don't care about conferences. That's okay. not here. Here are the teams that I'm considering right now. Mm -hmm. One, the Denver Nuggets. Okay. I like, I like Jokic. I like the way that he plays. Um, I have a bunch of friends who would stand to benefit if the Nuggets went on a run. So, uh, oh, I, I'm always rooting all, all my closest friends. If they root for different teams than me, I am rooting against their teams. Well, no, but like, it's a little different when like they would. Oh, you're like talking my, about professionally. My boy, my boy, yeah, my boy Adam, like in, in right, the DNVR right, crew, right. like yeah, I love those Mar guys. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, all right. Um, so Denver is up there on my list. The okay. Memphis Grizzlies are up there on my list because I love the complete lack of like give a bleep when it comes to everybody. Yeah, else. but they kind of, they kind of, they kind of have a little feud going, a little rivalry, rivalry slash mm -hmm. feud going with LeBron and with the Lakers. So I don't, I don't, I don't like that pick for you. Look. Any team that hates this Lakers team is okay with me. Uh, man, look. <laughs> I don't I don't like that one for you, but okay. All right. My other team that uh from the East, I think it's my only team from the East. The Milwaukee Bucks. I want to see Giannis get into that conversation of I want Giannis in the GOAT conversation. I think he can get there and a championship this year puts him yeah, on that on it, that. It, 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 it in certainly that direction. helps. It certainly helps. It's not a lot of guys with um with multiple titles, multiple finals MVPs, mm -hmm. multiple MVP. They're like, that's a pretty exclusive group. So yeah. I don't hate that. I, I think that. So I think style of play matters, right? Yeah. Like you want, you want to watch a team. It should where, be a fun. Yeah. That's why like Philly, I'm not, I'm not counting is. whatever. And by the way, that shit, that's different for different people. So whatever, whatever mm -hmm. style you happen to like, um, you know, some people like that, like grind out hard nose shit. So if you do that, then maybe you want to watch the heat. Watching the heat is like kind of a miserable experience for me. So yeah, like it wouldn't I'm be good. my choice. But I think you need to pick someone who's uh, who's like style of play matches whatever you find aesthetically pleasing. Um, and I also think that like. I, I think you want and so this is this this speaks to your Denver thing um i think you kind of want like it's fun to sort of root for an underdog mm -hmm. um so i like they're probably not even going to make it into the playoffs but for me i think it might be fun and we're going to talk about this later in the next both the next topics but like charlotte wouldn't be a good wouldn't be a terrible choice mm -hmm. right like mellow's pretty fun how they play is pretty fun bridges the Charlotte broadcast will tell you every single broadcast that that Bridges is the best in-game dunker in the league. Um, he's up there. He is up there. No, I, he and he probably is the best in-game dunker in the league. I just don't need to be told that every time I turn them on League Pass. <laughs> yeah. Even it, like he may not even get a dunk. <laughs> he may like he may have a euro a euro step layup and one, and they'll still tell you he's the best in-game dunker in the league. Um, he's the best euro step in and one. yeah miles bridges is the best uh, okay we got it yeah. thanks <laughs> uh so they wouldn't be a bad choice um the hawks again wouldn't be a bad choice right 
Trey's kind of like fun. grifters. I'm not Trey's kind of fun. Yeah, there's there's I don't like um, grifters. That's why Philly is not is not in contention. Uh, the Hawks are not in contention. The fair. Phoenix Suns definitively are so, not. So, and in that's contention. A, that was the last part I was going to mention. I, and I think the mo the biggest decider for me is who do you hate, <laughs> right? Like who do you just find yeah, unsavory? You don't like their game. Who's playing? You don't Phoenix? like them as a. So Who's... I will root in literally every series that occurs in these playoffs. I will root against the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. So I think that is a factor too, but like just picking who's going to play against the team you hate that's fine but that's like a series to series thing so if you want to get in early i suggest someone in the other conference mm -hmm. someone who has a style of play that you enjoy and someone that could be perceived as an underdog because that's more fun yeah so who yeah, are, who are you no I'm, I'm 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 leaving it up to to these fan bases to All convince right. me too i want and you I can want also no here's hashtag the thing, engagement like, Hashtag now here's the content. thing. If Lakers hashtag fans, hashtags. if Lakers fans, because this kind of fits all of that, if Lakers fans want to root for the Bulls, I'm with that, right? You yeah. want to root for AC, you want to root for Lonzo, although he probably isn't going to be yeah, playing in the playoffs. But if you want to root for AC and you like the style of play and they're kind of have become an underdog, or you want to root for Damar because he's from LA or you want to watch Levine dunk or whatever. Like I'm with, I'm with that Lakers mm -hmm. fans. If you want to root for the bulls, I'm with it. Cavs. If you want to root for, you know, all the young up and coming team. Okay. I'm, I'm with that too. I'm not really like the Brooklyn thing. I'm not really yeah, with, I'm but I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kinda I already rooted for these Lakers and the, <laughs> I'm kind of all, I'm kind of all set on that. Yeah. Um, let me in the West. Huh. <laughs> like for Lakers fans in the West, I don't have a lot of uh, yeah. suggestions. It's pretty much Memphis and Denver. Like that's really. Or it. if you want to Dallas, if you if you're really like, you know, Jason Kidd, Luca. If you want to root for Luca, like I'm with it. Yeah. Like just kind of a dominant doughy. Like I got. I'm, I'm Jokic, okay with that. Jokic is enough dough for me. I will not. I will not listen to anyone rooting for Utah. That I just. That Seems that miserable. I will not. You yeah, won't be that, rooting for that, very long. That I will not tolerate. If you yeah. want to root for, if you want to root for the Timberwolves, they're fun. I'm actually rooting really hard that the you can't you you know you can you can kind of cough when you hear this, but uh, I'm really rooting against Utah uh, because if it's really really bad, then Quinn Snyder maybe it gets you know like. A... <laughs> Look, having nothing to do with that person that you just mentioned, like Utah seems like well i don't think any anybody that they could potentially play in the first round um i will not i i would not pick them against any of their potential opponents in the first round and if and when they lose in the first round it seems to me from the outside like significant changes are coming whether that's to the coaching yep. staff to the roster both whatever it seems like significant changes are coming and they probably should be. All right, let's, uh, let's move on. Let's wrap up here with a little bit of like pseudo story time here. Um, and again, Mark Stein wrote in his Substack, which you should be subscribed to. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Cal state Fullerton legend. I would say like, it's, what are you guys, the Titans? Yeah. So it's Mark Stein. It's me. I can't really think of anybody else who went to Cal state Fullerton of note. Um, 
that I know, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just Steiny and me. Uh, <laughs> People are not going to get that joke. Who, so, who but... proudly, who proudly wear the Navy in orange. Um, so you guys are usually good at, or at least you used to be good at baseball, right? I don't know if you yeah, are my, uh, We beat Texas one year while I was there. I think it was my last year there. We beat Texas, Justin Turner, Dodgers. Yeah, to the you you like and... beat Texas once or for the national championship? For the national championship. Oh, it's like, we beat Texas. All right. <laughs> and that... <laughs> Six, four, nine innings. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, I guess. It was it was a cold November night. And... Right. <laughs> so, all right. Um, all right. Uh, How's your the, basketball team? Uh, you Not know, very good. They, they, look, they made, the, they made the dance this year. They covered better against than, Duke. They did. Uh, they did. Made me a little bit of money. Shouts better than the Pepperdine. Towns. Tusks up, baby. Better all right, so... Uh, Mark Stein wrote in his Substack though that the Lakers again are are, are looking to move on from Russ one way or another. Um, one such way that he detailed, and one way that people around the league are kind of whispering about is, well, what if he, being Russ, gets sent to the Charlotte Hornets, where uh, they have a let's call Michael a frugal or- owner. Um who has some long-term money on the books. Russell Westbrook is a Jordan brand athlete. That's something to, to keep in mind there. Um, Russ also is the exact kind of player who I think former players can't really help themselves um, with. And, you know, we'll always look at in a lighter prism than um, other players might or other executives might. So you have all of that going on. Um, I just, you know, it didn't take long, but Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier going to the Lakers for Russell Westbrook works financially. Uh, Gordon Hayward has two years, um, at $30 million a piece on his contract. Terry Rozier has four years at $21.4 million on his contract. Um, the, the money works out. Charlotte takes in less than they send out. They only have the one year of the bad money, and then they get to reset when they get to pay guys like Bridges, guys like you know anyone else across their across their roster. Um, Lamelo Ball's pretty good. Is he up for? I thought no. His I mean, well, he's, he, no, 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 Melo, no, 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 no. His, his, I mean, he's in his rookie deal, and he will be for a couple more years. But yeah. eventually, yes, he's eventually gonna get, he's going to get paid. Yeah. Paid. Eventually, um, he's going to get whatever he wants. And right. Should. So. So anyway, the the, the uh, Hornets um, are not a team that likes to dip into the luxury tax. They uh, are not a team that operates at the higher levels of of cap management when it when it comes to caring about that versus competition. Um, and and again, Russ is somebody who would help get some butts into seats um, for a team that sometimes struggles with that. I think so. Uh, I I think there's a lot here that is a good starting place when it comes to finding a trade and, and, and making this work, if the Hornets were to ask for one of the Lakers first rounders, I'd be, I would probably try to negotiate that down and either highly protect that first rounder or try to change their mind into taking maybe two seconds instead, or send the first and ask for a second in return. Um, and, and, and try to limit some of the asset allocation on, you already used a first to bring in Russ. You don't want to have to send out a first to get him out of here. But I think there's the look. 
basketball wise, does it make any sense for for Charlotte? Not especially because I don't know how uh, Lamelo and how Russell Westbrook would work together. Um, they are already a you know they're they're a play in team right now. They're the ten seed in the East, so clearly they're in that kind of. I guess treadmill of mediocrity, the purgatory. Yeah, but they're on an upward trajectory. Yeah, but but you know, and and this would help them. Look, Gordon Hayward hasn't worked as a free agent signing. He's been hurt a lot. Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, he's been hurt a lot. And Terry Rozier, I don't know how I would feel about paying him eighty million dollars over the next four years. But look, for the Lakers, it's between that and running this back, and I just don't think that's an option. No, um, I, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Well, and, and it's between that. Like, look, what I mean when I say it's between that, I mean like a trade like this, not this trade oh, specifically. Okay, okay. I mean, right. it's it's a trade where you get you take back longer-term money in order to get rid of the short-term dead money that they would otherwise have um, and, and try to make a run at next year with a team that makes a little bit more sense. I, I do think uh, Rogier is closer to the kind of point guard that the Lakers have been kind of looking for. Somebody who can alleviate some of the creative burden can also shoot a little bit better. Um, so you can theoretically play him with LeBron and AD. Uh, he's, he's closer again to like the point guard that they ha- should have been looking for all along was like the antithesis of Russ in my opinion. But regardless, that mistake has been made. I think this mitigates some of that mistake that has been made even while that contract is going to hurt long-term again, you aren't getting out of here unscathed. All right. So Hennessy is delicious. First of all. Um, and so I'm not going to talk about this specifically Mm -hmm. because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. No, we can talk. (laughs) I don't don't want a tampering fine. Yeah. However, we can, we can talk about like, however, like conceptual traits. Yeah. However, I will say this, I will say, you know, you kind of jokingly were talking about not t- not jokingly about how good Mark Stein is because that's he is, um, but like jokingly about the the Fullerton aspect of it. But Stein is really good, um, mm-hmm. and when he reports something or says something, it's not from thin air. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, he's not making it up. Yeah. So if he is saying he is hearing something. He is hearing something and he is also not going to, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean he's hearing that from the Lakers or, or Charlotte, but it means he has heard it more than one place because he's not going with it. If just some random source, like if it's a source he trusts implicitly, He's still probably not going with it, right? The journalistic standards require yeah. more than one source for you to, you know, report something. So he I also, will say I think that it, explicitly probably... wrote like people around the league, people yes. plural are, are talking about this. So, yes, I, the point is, I don't know of any conversations to that extent uh, or to, to that end. Aaron, they couldn't have taken place yet. That would be tampering. No, you can have conversations. You can have conversations. Oh, you can? 
Yeah, you can have conversations. I guess you can't say it publicly. You can't say those. Right. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No. They're having. It'd be kind of weird Everybody's if they were only allowed to talk to other teams like right. during certain. Everybody. Windows. Right. It's like the recruiting windows in college football. <laughs> right. Like you cannot contact. Yeah. No. These conversations are had. Yeah. That's true. Constantly. Right. GMs are talking to other GMs all the time, like mm-hmm. literally every day, multiple times a day. Um. So. I do I know of every conversation that is had by the Lakers? Probably not. I know of most of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know of this conversation um specifically. Is it possible it's happened without me knowing? Yes, it's possible. It's unlikely, but it's possible. But um GMs are talking to each other always. Mm-hmm. Um and so I will say that like if Mark is reporting this or saying this in his Substack, which I agree with you. Everybody should subscribe to because he and it is really good. Um, it's not like he is not conjuring this out of thin air. Yeah. Um, quick time for a little story time here. Completely yeah. unre- unrelated. Has nothing to do whatsoever with what we were just talking about. But do you have any uh, Genie Bus MJ uh, Sincoro stories? Well, Socorro also is actually delicious. Um, mm-hmm. And that is the brand. It is actually really, really good. It is actually, like, actually delicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Hennessy is great. I think too, I but... might go out and get a bottle for myself because uh, we have we have a nice weekend planned ahead of ourselves. Oh. Yeah. It was at Costco. They did a... Um, I can't They did give... the Magnum bottle um, at Costco. Yeah. I, I uh, r- randomly saw it at Costco a couple months back and uh, said, like... Did, did you know this? And and Jeannie said, yeah, we're doing it for Valentine's Day. It was right before Valentine's Day. So they did like a Magnum bottle. I was like, I don't know what nine months from February is, but it's about to be a lot of Sincoro babies. <laughs> what, um, what, in November or December, right? Look, uh, there, are worse so, way, there are worse ways to make a baby than than with Sincoro involved. So uh, it is actually, it is, it is really good. Um, yeah. And I guess like one of the things that people generally don't think about is that uh, like the, the NBA is a collective, but some of the owners are like actually friend friends or friendly with each other. So um, there is this, this brand that and Jeannie and, and Jordan are, are pretty, pretty close. Um, and I don't know if I've, I think I may have told part of this story before about me, like gay when I met Jordan because of Sincoro and gazed at him lovingly. <laughs> have I, I think I've told this story before, that, right? I, I think so. But the, the right. picture, I know you've told it to me privately. I'm not positive if it's made it on its way to the All right. So, show. so, um, Summer League, what, three, four years ago, uh, 19, Summer League of 19. Um, I wasn't going to go because the Lakers, didn't have a draft pick like nobody was going to be there i wasn't going to do any shows and so i wasn't going to go and uh genie and uh a close friend of stacy a close friend of hers say like well we're we're gonna go so you should go and i'm like okay i I guess i'm gonna go um and so i get in sunday and monday morning i don't remember one of them texts me i don't remember which one texts me and says tequila event at uh whatever time are you down or today are you down mm-hmm. and i'm like no don't don't threaten me with a good time let's go to uh, say less let's go knowing you i'm sure that took a lot of selling 
a lot knowing, of selling. You know, a lot just of selling. A lot so, of twisting of the arm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fully behind my back, chicken wing, the whole thing. Much like how the Lakers were convinced to trade for Russell Westbrook. You see, you know what? I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, say, okay, uh, meet us at uh, this bar at this time uh, in the win, I think it was. Okay, cool. We go have a couple drinks. And um, I still have no idea what I'm doing. Get a car. One of the people at the at the hotel say, hey, do you guys want a car? So, yes. So we grab a car. It's the three of us hop into the, I think it was a, was it an Escalade? It was an Escalade. I think it was like a stretch Escalade limo or whatever. We hop, we hop in and we're driving along in Vegas. And they're, the two of them are giggling. And they're like, well, we told, we told, uh, we told, we, we told Mike, you guys are going to be best friends. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Who who is like what who is Mike and why are you talking about this person to me? And they're like giggling about it. And so the driver pulls up to Thomas and Mac Center, like to a back place in Thomas and Mac, thinking that they're going to let us out. And because the Lakers were playing, I think they were playing the Warriors. We're playing a summer league game like right then, and we're like, we're not going to that. <laughs> we're gonna we're we're going to something else. So take us to the Aria. We go up. And it's an event for Sincora, which I don't know at the time. I knew that Jeannie was working on a tequila brand, but I didn't mm -hmm. know any more about it. So there's food and drinks and they have pairings and all of this sort of thing. Um, and so we're hanging out, drinking. And this is my first uh, time having Sincora. It's great. It's really good. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, Stacy, and there's a thing like put your phone away. Because uh, they were doing the bottle reveal and didn't want any, any of it going on social media, right? Mm -hmm. Of the of the bottle because the, it it wasn't out yet. I think it was released in August or September of of nineteen. So this is whatever a month or two before that. So uh, all of a sudden, Stacy says, "Wait, grab your phone, come with me." And I'm like, mm, "Okay." So we go in and I walk up, and this is like an hour hour and a half into the event. I walk over and there's Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. And Stacey says like, oh, will you take pictures with me? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. And so uh, Jordan looks at me and he goes, you're Aaron, right? And I say, I yes, that is my <laughs> name, Michael Jordan. And he yeah. goes, I hear we're going to be best friends. <laughs> and I say, that sounds I, good. I, okay. I, I would like to be friends with you, Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, I hear you like to play cards. I do like to play cards, Michael <laughs> Jordan. And he proceeded to take you for every penny you have so ever I been take, worth. So I take, I take pictures of Stacey and Stacey's like, oh, you want pictures? And I'm like, is it okay if I take a picture with you, Michael Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> so we end up taking a couple pictures. I take pictures of it. You can see it on my uh, my uh, my Instagram. But it's me like lovingly gazing up at him, <laughs> drunkenly yeah. and lovingly like gazing up at. That's yeah, how you look at Michael. And so he goes. Uh, He's probably used and, to it. Probably right.
I'm not used to it because yeah. I have been in and around the NBA for most of my adult life and do not get starstruck mm-hmm. at all. I've met dozens, quite a few very famous people. However, you do the show with me every week. Correct. Mm-hmm. I gaze at you. Love you have bumped too. into Pete occasionally I, every once in a while. Yeah, I do. I do gaze at you drunkenly and lovingly <laughs> once a week, <laughs> every Friday. So it is, it's kind of similar. Uh, but so him and the only other time I've been starstruck at, at Lakers games, um, I have met Denzel a couple times. Um, oh, so yeah, literally the only, those are the only two people on that planet earth me. I have ever been like, oh yeah. my God. So, so uh, Stacy, who's like met Jordan a bunch, was like, let's like, hey, uh, you know, it's like not a big deal for her. But for me, I'm like, wait, hold did you on, call no. him Mike? Did you call him Mr. Jordan? I don't remember. I was like, <laughs> I was Mr. Air. It was an out of body experience. I don't remember. <laughs> I buy lots of your shoes, too. <laughs> I, I met Michael Jordan wearing a Michael Jordan jersey um, at one point. So Stacy's like laughing about all of this because for the she and I are very close also. But for the I was first a kid. In- to those of you who are listening, I was like I was like thirteen years old. But yeah, all right. So she's like loving this. The fact that like she has never seen me like this, and I'm yeah. kind of like overwhelmed. Yeah, she's really into. And so she's like, "Oh, what you doing later?" You know, and Georgia goes, "I gotta take I gotta take my wife out to eat." But then after that, I was thinking maybe me and Aaron go play some cards. And I was like, uh, I'll play $50 a hand. If you play $50,000 a hand, sure. <laughs> the point of all of this, though, yeah. is that, and this is, I think, why you wanted me to tell this story. And we did go play some cards, but uh, much later on. But so uh, Wick Grosbeck, who owns the Celtics, um, is one of the owners of of Sincoro. Also, his wife is the CEO, and there's a couple other NBA owners um, that are part of it too. But as it relates to what we are talking about, and I think why you wanted this brought no, up, no, I just they, I was just curious. I was they just, definitely there are some organizations and some ownership groups or owners because we're all humans mm-hmm. have a better or different working relationship than others mm-hmm. so mitch kupchak former lakers gm running also, stuff over there that is factually correct mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean genie and and mj are certainly well they're business partners i mean they're every they're all business partners because of the nba but they are business partners in an outside um endeavor and does that help facilitate something I don't think it hurts. How about that? There you go. It's going to happen, everybody. You guys not, heard it first. What do they? What do they say on uh, on like the the Hoop Collective? <laughs> they like warn about aggregate. Aggr- aggregation. Yeah. Do not aggregate that for me. I am not saying anything is happening. I do not want a tampering fine. However, non-zero the facts chance are a non-zero chance of what? The facts are that <laughs> Genie and Jordan are friendly. Yeah. And our and our business partners in an outside endeavor with uh Sincoro, which is like the, not an ad. It I is actually, actually delicious. Russ would look great in a Hornets uniform. 
everybody looks great in a Hornets uniform. I mean, I happen well, to like I happen to like pastels. Some, some, some people do in a little purple. Yeah, everybody some, looks great. No, no, not everybody. If you pasty people can't wear teal and pastels and stuff like that. It just doesn't. It doesn't work. Like my favorite, my favorite uh, visual of, of all time was back when Miami started debuting their Vice jerseys, and they had Fat Thor on their roster. Um, Wait, Fat Thor. Yeah, who's the guy I'm thinking which, of? Which movie was it where he was like in that little shack somewhere in like Iceland? Yeah, that was Fat had, Thor. Yeah, yeah but no, who, who's the, the player? On, on the Heat roster? Yeah, he had the long hair, long kind of slick back hair. He was in Boston for a little while. Gosh, why am I blanking? Long slick back hair. Yeah, he had like a ponytail and he was, and he was in, playing on Miami when they debuted the Vice jerseys, which was like three, four years ago. Fat Thor NBA. I'm just going to Google it. Uh, see the only one we can do a show of the off season. We're going to need to do a show of, do you remember like, of like NBA doppelgangers? (laughs) We need to separate it at birth. You remember Nikola Pekovic? It was a center for Minnesota for a while. Mm -hmm. He looked exactly like, I think it was Zod from like Superman one or Superman two. He looked exactly like him. We need to do NBA doppelgangers at some point, but who, so there was like a, possibly not in great shape the guy the guy who hurt the guy who hurt uh kevin love i that's how I oh 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 yeah yeah, yeah kelly yeah, olenic yeah, yeah. yeah i played at gonzaga yeah kelly olenic yeah so kelly i i, I used to love he looks like seeing... Fat thor yeah he did play on the celtics and the heat yeah yeah no but like where's he, he, he now? was there he was where is he I, now is i don't even know but i, I think know, detroit I'm, I'm look i think detroit i think yeah, detroit. but probably if i don't know it's probably yeah. it's probably it's either like detroit still, or Orlando. he is in the nba one of those so if i don't know where he is it is probably but detroit. uh but yeah he used to wear he used to play in miami and they were yeah, debuting their their uh their miami vice the vice jerseys, jerseys? were and they the always, black ones with the blue and pink or were they the like it was the, the white ones they did white oh, first yeah. and then they did black and, and then, i think he was in last year last year was it last year last they did, year like, they did like one. the gradient pink oh, they and the, blue like the gradient yeah, yeah, those, those were hideous. disgusting and but... then they've done the ones they've also done the ones i think do they have them this year or maybe it was last year the ones where like the font it looks like a kidnapping yeah. like ransom note that's <laughs> like, still all the letters are all different reason. yeah um no but I, I the reason i bring up kelly olenic here is because I, I like we were talking about people who don't look good in like the the pastel colors kelly olenic always looked like some kid who just wandered off his dad's yacht in Miami wearing those Miami vice jerseys. So I didn't say that specifically. I love pastels. Yeah, me too. But I said, everybody looks good in the Hornets uniform specifically. I'm saying Kelly Olenek wouldn't. Would not. He would not look good there. Like they have a Plumlee there. He doesn't. Yeah, he looks pretty good. No. He also starts at center for them, which is, he looks pretty good. He looks like a, a, like a dressed up boiled hot dog. (laughs) How long can we keep this going? I love, I love, by the way, I, I have taken note that you have uh, that you have mentioned that the two dudes who would not look good in Charlotte uniforms or pastels are white guys. Yeah, I've taken note of this. It's this is you know look big big white guys. Let's see who else we got. Pigmentation what helps with these. Like Jokic wouldn't look good in pastel uniforms. Like did you see, he, he did needs you see like a darker Jokic color. last night. Headband Jokic last night. Dude, he's a bad. He looked dude. like a Karate Kid. I hate the conversation like about Jokic. I think it's gotten so stupid. He's so freaking good. I, I love he's watching the MVP. him play. He's yeah. the MVP. All right, we got we got to end this thing. Um, that's going to do it here for this episode of. The Hook, this week's episodes here on the Silver Screen and Roll Podcast Network. Thank you guys a ton 
for subscribing over the course of the entirety of this godforsaken season. We are basically done. The next time you guys hear from me or anybody, the Lakers season will have been officially over and we will move into offseason mode. Mm. Um, we will go. We, look, we're gonna we're gonna get a little creative here. We are gonna cover these playoffs. Look, the hook yes. is an NBA show. We're gonna cover the playoffs in the way that you and I do. We are accepting those applications for bandwagon teams. Maybe you know what I have. I just came up with an idea that I'm not gonna give on the air. Oh, um, so we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna do this in, in the spaces that. Tuesday, or we're gonna do this this next Friday. Um, we'll we'll think about spaces. All right. We'll think right. of, I'm not trying to overdo it with with content when the Lakers aren't playing. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, vacation? No, no, no. Yeah. no. What is vacation? Oh, well, it's it's your Monday through Monday is is what most people's vacation is. I I, I do have a yeah. yes. Sorry. Uh huh. Uh huh. Until next week and until this season is over, I'm Anthony Irwin. That is Aaron Larsoul. This was the. Shut up, Devin.